That's you. That was amazing. You sang the chorus. That was unbelievable. Who you, who is responsible for that? Thomas Middleditch. No, who made it? <laughs> that uh, would be amazing. If it was Thomas. <laughs> Thomas spent twelve hours on a punk pop punk remix of your song, uh, Alex Sexton. Alex Sexton, that was amazing. Yeah, thank who, you very I'm much. I'm just reading this email. Works as my sister in law. He works with your sister in law. Yeah, is that why you got stripe? the thing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stri- red stripe? Your sister works at red stripe? No, it's logstripe.com. What's stripe.com? It's an e, it's like a money transferring system. So if you wanted to set up an online store, you can just use stripe and then you can, they can do That's the enough. transaction. Jeez, unless they pay stop. to advertise Honestly. with us. Unless they pay to advertise with us. Did they pay? Did stripe pay? Yeah, they did. Oh, okay. Then finish up. <laughs> Actually, she wants to be in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> did you remember singing that song in an old episode? Oh, you mean when it was happening and I said, is that me? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I remember singing it, yeah. I remember one time after a show, Middle Ditch was like, everybody sing that song to me, man. I was like, oh, what song? He's like, are you kidding? I was like, like, no. He's like, you know, she wants to be in the middle. I was like, oh, my God. It made me laugh so hard. Because for you, it's a small part of your life. But if you come come and talk about it on the show. I remember because then the second time we did it, um, it stuck with me for a very long time. (laughs) And also people would come up and sing sing it. I remember when Middle Ditch and I, we do a show called Middle Ditch and Schwartz. What is that based on? Uh, It's based on Thomas Middle Ditch (laughs) and Ben Schwartz. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's all all made up long from improv. And then afterwards, you know, we'll take pictures with whoever needs it, whoever wants to take pictures. Whoever needs it. Whoever needs it the most. Whoever really needs it the most. Just one person. We look around the room and see who really needs a hug <laughs> and anytime after the Middle and Schwartz show I'll say at least one person uh, you know like oh do, uh, where do you want to stand and she's like I want to be in the middle <laughs> and then you're like that doesn't I don't know I was, I was that like, huh? rings no bells um, no the second time we sang that on this podcast it rang all the bells uh, Ben Schwartz thanks for joining us hey thank you for having <laughs> me name what? What's your name? Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. He doesn't know your name. What is his name? I don't even know. Come man. on, Marty. What's his name? Oh, hey, come on. That's enough. <laughs> it's fun when we make fun of him. <laughs> For whatever reason, Did it's it. not good to me. By the way, we have a guitar, we have Jake, and we have you and I. And Holy we didn't shit. Do, we didn't do a beginning or end theme song. We'll do an end one. All right. <laughs> Thank God. Jake is great at guitar, and Amir is great at watching Jake strum those strings. <laughs> ben strum can the- you're better at guitar than I am, and you're a better singer. Me? I'm absolutely not better at guitar. How dare you try you to downplay how good you are? You can play Blackbird. So can you. You can uh, play Blackbird behind your back. <laughs> bird. <laughs> Black. Bird. Yeah. Sing. <laughs> in. The He's dead, dead. Oh, no. of night. night. Yeah. <laughs> Blackbird singing in the dead of dead of night. Have you ever tried to sing one song's melody with the other song's Can lyrics? Can you give me an example, please? Um, uh, give me something to the to the tune of "She Wants to Be in the Middle." It's hard. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 what's a oh um. 
She wants to be in the middle with you. Oh, she I wants to be. Man. Yeah. 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 That was good. <laughs> Why is that the song that you chose? That was insane, by the way. You got it. It's true. I got. What is it? I got my mind set on you. I got my mind set on you. Couldn't think of any lyrics. I couldn't think of lyrics. So I just sing any old lyrics. But just six words, child. I'm gonna sing them over and over and over and over. And over and over and over. <laughs> to do it. That's to right. Do it. To, to do, do it. it. To, to do, do it. it. To do it. To do it. Right, child. <laughs> Take it a mirror. Um, this is If I Were You, the only <laughs> advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. I'm Ben. <laughs> and together we're antacid. A N T apostrophe. No, Why did you say hyphen. antacid? I can't for the life of me understand why you did that. I did. I wonder if I'm allowed to talk about this. I think I am. Yesterday, I did the first ever test show for the Late Late Show with James Corden. Okay. So I was a guest. The guest. There's the two guests. And they're... Oh, when does this come out? Uh, Sometime in March. Nah, eh, never mind. I, I can't tell. Because just in case he uses bits that he used in the test show, I don't want to call him out. Oh, gotcha. But uh, I guess I'll tell you guys the story later. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment in it where someone asked me a question as a joke um, it was very funny where they go, like, I want to ask you a question. Um, is in, in 1492 Mesopotamia, did you end a very specific history question? Uh-huh. And it really made me laugh. And then I answered it for two and a half minutes straight on this test show gibberish. and committed so hard. <laughs> My hope is that if you don't know much about history, you would think that everything I said was true. Right. But it wasn't. But I like committed so hard and took up way too much time <laughs> knowing it was a test show. Was but it, it was so fun. Was it 1492 or Mesopotamia? Because those two things seem like they're tens of thousands of years apart. Oh, they probably are. Mesopotamia, I think, was a piece of it. But I remember 1492 <laughs> being in there also. <laughs> I wonder just, what happened. You just said everything you've ever learned in history. <laughs> I went I went crazy 1492 yet. and the war of 1812 yeah. of course <laughs> in the gilded area or uh jakey what are your likes and dislikes <laughs> um, like what's your biggest like or what's your biggest dislike when you meet someone if they do this like one of my friends hates when you snap gum like what's yours when i meet somebody well, not meet somebody what's a thing that'll be an immediate turn off guy or girl for you personality um, trait i can tell when people don't listen like if they're looking at their phone I, that would be like oh. a huge turn off uh just for anybody in general people yeah. who like aren't thoughtful yeah uh, that's pretty much it. What about messiness? Messy? Well, not when I meet. I are you messy? You're not messy, are you? No, I'm very clean. But I wouldn't like reject somebody as a friend if they're messy. But no, as a late, as a mate. Oh, like but he's you go a guy to their or house. girl. I say guy or girl, like a friend. Like, oh god, this is so annoying to me. And also, uh, like, I could handle a messy mate. That's so funny. You sound like you're from Australia. But <laughs> um, uh, my question is as follows. You already asked me one question. <laughs> yeah, but I have a follow-up. Is that okay. fine? Yeah. It's a two-parter. Of course. Um, is there somebody in your life, don't name names, obviously. Um, obviously, it's probably Mir, but that every time <laughs> you hang out with them, you're like, Ugh, why do I hang out with this guy? Like, you'll you'll kind of be like, give him or her another chance. And then you hang out, and you're like, oh, this is so annoying to me. Why do I keep doing that? Hmm. Like somebody that you shouldn't be hanging out with because you don't like them. Not not like a bad this person. Is like they a loaded question. This is just how you feel about both of us right now. <laughs> but they show up at your house with like microphones and you have no It's like they real expect choice. too much of you. We are yeah. at my house or my apartment rather right now 
And I'm doing my laundry, so in approximately 25 minutes, you're gonna hear a loud <laughs> beep, and that means my dry my dryer is done, and yeah. I can I can unload it. And the real question is, will I go unload it while we're doing this podcast? <laughs> or will I otherwise, it? the clothes will get wrinkly. Yo, no, thank it. Give me another weird Al song. I don't have enough dishes. That's not a weird Al song. Yes, it is. This this song is just six words long. Is weird Al? Wait, to the tune of. I got my mind set on you. Yes, that's it. Are you kidding me? No, I didn't know that. Oh my god, one of my favorites. What is? How does it go? I go this song. I'm not doing it. Are you doing a bit or no? <laughs> I'm not. I really it did starts not know with that. this song is just six words long. <laughs> this song is just six words long. Wait, that's, this song uh, is just six. Maybe is is not considered a this, word. Is uh, the song just couldn't think of any lyrics? You know <laughs> I did not know no, that. I didn't write no lyrics. You knew it. You sang it. So I, I just, just sang it. I just, I just knew the tune of the song. I didn't know that. You <laughs> but just six. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many people are weird. We talked about this the before. Just yeah. Six, the song is six words long. Yeah. Someone sing it to Amir. Uh, his email address is no. <laughs> weirdal at gmail.org. Uh, I'm going to read one question and see where that takes us. Can I ask a question before we do that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys think? What oh, is, no. This is what How does it end? Huh? How does it end with wireless internet? What do you mean? Like, isn't there always going to be a faster speed? When are we ever going to hit that faster speed? Terminal velocity? Oh, wow. That's a good name for a movie. <laughs> it's already, yeah, it's already a movie. Oh. What about The Rock? That's a, that's a, oh, that's that's a, a movie and a guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ask your question. All right. We need a fake guy's name. Oh, can I ask a quick question before you guys ask <laughs> oh, it? No. When you guys do backpacks, do you uh-huh. go two arms or one? Two. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad for your back to do That's one. That's what I thought. In high school, would you do two, two or one? Uh, I was never that cool, so I would probably still do two. Two. It was cool to do two when I was in high school. Oh, not for me. It was one, but I, it hurt my yeah. back. You ever use the buckle in between? <laughs> like some uh, sort you of. Actually, you had like an REI, yeah. uh, like weekend pack with like <laughs> no, the no, I had a roller, the metal exoskeleton. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> basically, my yearbook photo is the poster for Wild with the <laughs> <laughs> You look like I a, got my man. Uh, yeah, do you uh, do you want it to be similar to a, a real person's name, or do you want it to be really crazy? I think I want it to be really crazy. Really crazy. All right, I'm gonna start with a real person's name, Carl Salabach. S <laughs> A L. A B A T C H, and Carl is spelt T C K Y A R L E E T C K. It's Carly Salabach. No, from his it's country, Carl. it's Carl Salabach. Right. Hey guys, so I recently met a girl on Tinder. Can I ask you a quick question. Sure. Oh, wow, <laughs> we almost got there. Um, when you play your acoustic guitar, Jakey, do you do steel strings or nylon? Steel strings. Now, why do I prefer nylon? Because it doesn't hurt my fingers. It doesn't hurt your fingers as much. Yeah. It's so I'm just a pussy. No, well, I mean, like you got, you know, there's also that has a wider neck. Thank so. you, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> and then my other question <laughs> is, what's your go-to song? You know, like how when I pick up the guitar, there's a song that I always play first. Yeah. What's the one that you pick up and play first? I don't think I ever play a song first. Oh, but God, I you're always, so pretentious. I just well, I always play the same two <laughs> chords first. C D C G G C G C. Well, I said the right ones. No, you didn't. You said C G. I said. You, you said, said D. And let's hit a commercial. <laughs> sure. This episode is brought to you by... No, all right. Stamps.org. Carl Salabach writes, So I recently met this girl on Tinder and I've messaged her quite a while. We seem like a perfect match. I can't find any cons. I want to take her out on a date ASAP. Not meeting this girl yet is killing me. However, she is on spring break right now and visiting home, which is still local and near where I live. But I am 21 years old, and I feel like I'm past the phase of my life where I have to pick girls up from their parents' place, meet the dad, and promise to have the lady back home by 10. 
I would much rather pick her up from her apartment. Is it wrong for me not to want to go to her parents' house? Am I allowed to ask to pick her up at her apartment instead? Or should I say nothing and just wait until spring break is over and she goes back to school? I appreciate all the advice. Thanks, guys. Okay, well, first of all, you don't even know if she wants to go out with you. Right? Yeah, but what if she does? Well, okay. things are going I would well. say ask. Ask what? Mm-hmm. Ask. I would say go. Like, uh, by the way, you don't have to go inside and say hello to the parents and everything. You could just honk? Well, I mean, you don't have to honk. I think this is, this is 2015. Like, uh, it's so neurotic. I don't, people you text. Like, this dude's like inventing problems six steps away from where <laughs> yes. he is right now. By the way, I'm sure all three, maybe not Jakey, but I'm sure Amir and I have gone through that in our heads many times. Like figuring I, out. No, or just sure like thinking like, oh, God, you know what? I probably shouldn't even do it because... In She's two years, we're going to break up. <laughs> like, that, that is what happens. It's like a disease. You just get further and further. Yeah, spiraling. I do that all the time. And I, that's why I just... Ask the girl out. Them. What I've yeah. learned is ask, if, if, you, if you mesh, ask the girl out. And let. By the way, maybe she she's on spring break. By the way, maybe now is not the time to go out with her. Maybe you wait for her to get back. But it'd still, be like you know, I can't I can't wait to take you out. I want to take like you one out. One step or, at a time. I want to take you out. Then she says yes. There's a good chance she doesn't want you to meet her dad either. I know right? that'd be so, so be weird. Like, I agree. Do you want to go out? Yeah, let's meet somewhere. <laughs> but she, first of all, <laughs> good for you for asking the question. Let's stop just shitting. He didn't ask the question yet. Oh. What do you mean? That's not the question? No. Oh, in, good for you to, asking, to submit to Jake and Amir. Good for you for writing the email to there us. There you go. Yeah. Right? And that your instinct is correct, that you should ask her out. You are overthinking a little bit. I can't imagine a world where, although 21 is so young, I can't imagine a world where she's like, well, come inside and meet my folks. Yeah. Like, that would be such a big jump. For me, at least, I'd be like, oh, that's like date number. Well, here's a question. What if you're like, all right, let's go on a date. She's like, great. Can you come pick me up? I'm staying at my parents' place on 155 Sunset Boulevard. Right. And then you I don't know, know why you, you told everybody your real yeah. address, but you're going. <laughs> you just roll up and honk the horn. Is that what you would do? Yeah. No, of course not. No, I don't think you would. No, stop. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. think you have to go and... You could text that you're outside. I would say, like, I would text, like, on my way, I'll be there in 10. Uh-huh. And then you get there, and either she's, and I would sit in the you car You want to write here second. outside? You want to write here outside? I don't think I would. You would knock on the door. Yeah. First of all, that exact address on Sunset is too much traffic. You're not going to find parking. <laughs> you know that yeah. for a fact. Well, so definitely not between four and five, four and seven p.m. Yeah, you can't You're make a left to park at a metered spot at that point. <laughs> That's so what, what I'm saying. So, you, am I antiquated? Am I? Am I? Uh, no, I guess it's the opposite. Am I doing something wrong? If I if I pick up a girl, I usually just text when I'm outside. Unless I'm thinking I'm going to come inside beforehand. You never ring the doorbell. I mean, I do you get out. So if if you write here, do you at least? Oh, because get also out of the I feel like that rush. I feel like that rush. Yes, but I feel like that rushes the person. Like ding 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 ding. You know what well, I mean? I think as long as you I'd rather someone car. text me than fucking. Uh, we're allowed to curse. I'm sorry. Text me than knock on my, ring my doorbell. One hundred percent for me at least because right. I was like because then I could respond. Hey, be there in a minute. As opposed to there. What happens if she's not ready? Which many times you know everybody's busy. <laughs> maybe they aren't ready. And then she's like has to like put on jeans and quickly be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I need like ten more minutes. As opposed to I'm so sorry to make you step out of your routine. I've rarely even picked someone up. That's uh, that seems like an old school thing to me. Like it matters I how far away them, I feel. I like. usually meet someone there. Uh, it matters where they live. If they live close by to you. I and then you, you both offer. You, you pick them up and then you drive. I think maybe not the first one if that makes you feel a little bit if you don't know the girl at all. Right. But I feel like yeah, why not? Right? No. I don't know. Maybe if it's, it's an all LA if it's thing. like you have to drive an hour and then a half an hour, and then an hour back, it might be a bit much, and she'd be like, "What are you doing?" I was scolded for that. Remember? What? Oh, yeah. I went on a date with a girl, and then I said, "For the second date, we should go to this play." 
And I was like, all right, I'll meet you there. And then she's like, uh, okay. I was like, all right. And then she's like, actually, is this a date or just a friendship meetup? I was like, uh, I guess a date. I don't know. What was the first one? Whatever that one was. She's like, I only asked because of the lack of the offer to pick me up. Like, usually oh. people, like, decide to pick me up. Like, when you say meet me there, it just seemed, like, very cold. I am... Well, I might shut up. I'm going to shut up. Jake, you say something. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, Ben is dating somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I think that... I don't know. Everybody overthinks everything. So, you think the lady was overreacting to me? Yeah, but like here, th- this is sure. what This is what the point I was trying to make but I'm trying to think of a sophisticated way to say it because I understand both points of view but there's this there's this old idea of being a man so you open all the doors you, you open the front the traditional door traditional courting correct cor- by the way yes but it's it's true that almost the phrase courting makes more sense to me where it's like by the way I will always open the door first and stuff like that but like um when, let's say I'm dropping her off. Sometimes I won't have the mindset to park my car, get out of my side, go to her side, open up her, her door. door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some, do you do that? Yeah, well, that's like old school chivalry. I don't think I do like a lot of old school chivalry. I feel like what I would do is... I, wait, be, this is what I was going to say. Okay, go ahead. I think you'll be surprised at how often you have done it because it's maybe your instinct to do so right. with well, any girl that you've dated. I do think, you stand up when your date leaves the table? By the way, when I say hello to people for the first time, I make sure my ass is not in the seat. Oh, that's yeah, good. Definitely. But, I, but that's I a thing like too, Mad like Men standing up. A lot of manners, actually. <laughs> Never seen Mad Men. Oh, really? That's I've when I started changing it. Here's what I would do. Wait, I heard Mad Men was like, he cheats on a woman and beats somebody? Or? Yeah, oh, but yeah, he's not so that, chivalrous. Not that part of he's manners. He's so chivalrous. <laughs> but he's but when he's cheating great manners on, with who he's cheating on. Yeah, he'll like put his sweater down on a puddle so that and his then, mistress... And then fuck someone who's not his wife on Yeah. Ah! Raceway Park. I feel like what you do is, oh, Ben tickled me. I think this is what you do. You just are really, really nice. Like I would open the door yes, for a guy nice. or a girl. And I would open, and I wouldn't necessarily jump out of my seat, run around <laughs> and open a car door for a lady, but I would open my door, get out and hug her in front of the car. So that's why I'm saying like when you text here, at the very least, you're waiting on the hood of your car like James Dean when she comes outside. See, that's oh, yeah. not a bad idea. Smoking a cigarette, flipping a coin, and having a leather jacket over I your think shoulder. it's almost not as taught to us as it was to the generations before us. It's not as prevalent, so it is something we have to search out almost to find. Yeah, there's manners schools, basically, that teach you, like, but oh. It's, that's, would you ever in a million years go to something called manners school? No, modern, these are three these are genuinely nice human beings in the room. This is like you just be a little more cons- conscientious. Um, con- conscientious. Can we edit this together so I nailed conscientious? <laughs> just the first try much uh you so you have to be a little considerate but not like treating anybody like they're helpless Ooh, great point i by the way will always go out of my way to make sure that i'm trying to be nice and uh, one of my favorite things in this city maybe i said this on the podcast before i think i've done this podcast four three three times four times yeah three or four time right no once with once here alone with a mirror Right. Once you're alone, alone. Just you. We never aired that episode. Oh god, it was so good. It was, it was just me singing Weird Al songs. Um, you didn't record it. That there's was the this thing. I forgot to press the record button, and I didn't have any mics, and I was naked. <laughs> this is the thing that I, I thought was so funny when I came here at the beginning. People would be like, because I was an intern a bunch of times in a page or never, and then started. You know, as we all start to do more and more work, they're like, uh, like I'm always so kind to 
waiter, you know, I sold sneakers for a while, so kind of waiters and any, anybody, right? Anybody, because that's what human beings do. But people around here would be like, for like the mailroom person at some agency or some company, they'd be like, you should be nice. You should be nice to him or her because that person may one day become president of Warner Brothers. Right. And I'm well, like, you no, nice. you should just be nice to them because you're a human being. <laughs> I always hated when people said that. You go, you should be nice to that person because... It's like that. You're you're so you're thinking about it so wrong. You might get cash. Literally, <laughs> he might pay you money in thirty years. One day he'll owe so, you a favor. Then I hated I hated that way, and people still say it all the time. You never know that person. You know, don't shit on that person because that person. Blah, blah blah. So why are you nice? Like we were talking earlier today, somebody asked us a question about you, and we said that you're nicer to our crew than we are. Oh, um, you, you should be less nice because you're just like a should. guest star. <laughs> this is oh, where the crew when we, when we film. Yeah, when we shoot Jake and Amir videos, you will. Oh, that's true. Anytime we shoot yourself. a Jake and Amir, I say hello to every single person. Yeah, and then you guys, are, and then Amir goes, "Oh, I guess we're gonna have to do it." Literally out loud, <laughs> and tries to make a joke of it, and then feels bad for a second, and then Jake hates it. What are you talking about? Hates it. <laughs> um, I think Jake's in his is? trailer for this entire time. I think it's because, first of all, I feel so lucky to be doing what I'm doing. You have done so many of those shorts that maybe it feels, although it's kind of, I've done many other things, but you've done maybe 700, you said? Maybe you've done so much that it just feels like it's, it's such a rhythm and routine you don't do it as much. But for me, it's like uh, I've spent so much time with crews, you know, for different things, and I see how much harder they work than all of us. So I'm always so appreciative. And my assumption is if they're doing it for a web series, the money is probably pretty low and, you know, to make their experience a little bit better by not being assholes. Well, that's, what you, you, that's what you tell them. They're like, how much do you get? You were like, how much do you get paid? Is it better that I'm being nice to you right now? I feel so bad. <laughs> no, You'll put your hand nice. on a sound guy's shoulder and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, is this yeah. But it's uh, worth you log it into your bank account? Yeah. Your I want to see how much money you see. have. <laughs> Jake is trying to get a new credit card. Um, <laughs> I, I also think... Um, they're like us in the fact that the three of us are still doing comedy because we're huge nerds about it. Huge nerds about it. Those guys, if you're doing web series just like we did, you're probably so in love with it. They probably love doing sound or running boom or, or you know, or like when you find a cool DP for the first time off of a web sh- like them doing like a short film somewhere, you're like, oh my God, I just saw this guy do something awesome and I, I'll even say sometimes, I'll recommend that person to other people sometimes. Or, oh, that's good. Yeah, because some people would be like, oh, we're looking for a DP, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I did this short film with this person and he crushed yeah. it. Like, you do have, you're very thoughtful. We sent you a cut of the video that we just did where you play all 15 of your characters. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, we've definitely sent lots of people and we've like received lots of cuts and you're the first thing you wrote back was to thank the editor yeah like well send this that to was the editor. by the way that short film was but first of all it's usually amir who edits every single one instead of this one for me that i've ever done right mostly me or jake yeah amir and jake sorry um but it's mostly amir it's probably mostly amir right Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Amir is very nice, but um, that one—if you guys saw—we did for the finale. We did this two-part thing, and I played fourteen characters, probably more. Fourteen yourself too. It was like right. I think it was like fifty. I think there were fourteen or fifteen bands, but you also did like fifty or sixty costume changes. <laughs> and that was the we did not plan it, but also we talked with the DP and everybody beforehand. They're like, I was like, this might be the right way to shoot it. And we all decided the right way to shoot it, so we can improvise and stuff like that. But um, um, they came so prepared and they were so awesome, everybody that worked on it. But the editors had to take 15 versions of me and put them into one. It was something that I didn't even think was possible. Yeah. It was Phil Fox. Who, Phil Fox? Yeah. Yes. 
And like you saw this I a normal editing thing has like what there are eight tracks or something. The normal what? A normal editing uh, timeline. So oh, as yeah. you can tell, Amir does all the editing. <laughs> <laughs> the timeline would have like I think between. I mean, our usual videos have four. Like four layers. Four layers. Two video, two audio. Right. And then, you know, a more complicated one might have like five to eight. Sure. This one had like 30. Right. Because it had to have like all of all of Ben's layers on top of each other. Cause That's video and sound for each one of the characters. Yeah, right. And there were six of them in one shot and then at then one we were point. Like, tweak, we were making tiny little tweaks to this thing. We we're like, oh, Ben, like, can we have Ben come in here, cut to this reaction here? Right. And it wasn't like you could just add in a little... He had to move every single layer, like one little thing. Yeah. One domino knocked over the entire set, and then he would reconstruct it. It's crazy how good that editor was. It was something that I've never seen before. <laughs> like in movies, I'll, it, it happens. But for this, where it's like one person, yeah. it's insane. It was amazing. Well, it Phil Fox. That, yeah, it helped that you guys never like touched each other. That's when it gets hard. Well, that's all due to the DP and the camera guys. Right. Uh, because they, the three of those people... Um, set up the whole thing, had the whole vision of it beforehand. You regretted that day so much when we were doing it. Well, I remember I pitched the idea. Remember I pitched the idea? <laughs> I was like, like we got when Jake and Rick told me they're wrapping it up, they're like, would you do two more? I was like, 100%. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if all those people were actually their own people and it wasn't faking it and they were all in the same room at the same time? And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And you're like, yeah. And then you showed up to set that day. And we wrote like, it, yeah. And then we showed up to set that day. And by the way, <laughs> It was fine. It's just that I didn't think through that <laughs> I'd have to do a big costume, pants, shirt, everything, costume change right, every for every character. Time. And then it was different sizes in different places. So I had to do it three different times. Right. I, I mean, that was one of the worst uh, costume change days ever for me. That was so annoying. I remember like finishing lunch and I go upstairs and you're like in the milkman costume from the waist up, in the usher costume from the waist oh my down, God. asleep and probably on the asleep. Couch. Yeah. yeah, I was so <laughs> tired. You could tell uh, when you're the mountain hiker, that was one of your last costume changes. It's <laughs> like exhausted. It was tough. That was a, uh, and also the funniest part is the whole time Jake is deathly ill. Deathly <laughs> ill. Fine, no, dude. you were not. You're, and he was you on the so couch. Quick to just like diagnose pe- people who were sick. <laughs> you were you had bronchitis. I said, hey man, and you were like, oh, you're sick. What? Get away from me. Dude, what did you? Did you not? Were you not I was sick? Really sick. You, were really sick. <laughs> you were sick for the next month or something. Yeah, I know. I w- had been sick that entire month. I was on like the last four days of this. No, but then Ridiculous. you kept you kept even getting sicker. I think I was sick for another week or so. Yeah, but then um, Jake, <laughs> I mean, so Jake was lying down on a couch doing his lines off camera. So Jake and Amir never were on camera when they were filming me, except for when I was playing myself. So for the first seven hours of the day, they're both lying on couches, and Just Jake relaxing. would miss his line. So like I would like be talking to Jake. And I'd be as like a hundred characters at the same time. <laughs> oh, I meant you're Amir's dating coach, but I just couldn't get that. <laughs> Jake line couldn't out. say the one line. I'm like, Jake, you just have one. And he'd laugh hilariously and then cough at all of us. <laughs> Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. <laughs> That'd be so funny. When we do in between part one and part two, I'll go change. I'll deck the wash up. Smart. Actually, let's take a break right now and we'll thank some more sponsors and then we'll be right back with Ben Schwartz. sure? I want to keep talking. Yeah, I know. Well, I have to pee, so let's do that. Okay. You just peed. I drink a lot of water. Can I say this online? Jake has a strong piss flow. Really? Oh, it sounded so strong. (laughs) That means a lot to me. I was down the hall and it was like, it like made me rumble. It it echoed so much it made me rumble. Well, I filled up your bathtub and I peed in it. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it was deep water that it was hitting. Oh, I thought okay. you said you filled it up with your pee That's what I thought, too. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all right. It's all right that Amir just helped you out. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we'll talk to you guys after this commercial from Monster.com. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. And that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a Awarded the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us. Cool. GQ and Wired likes them too. Yeah, and I'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can win. It doesn't matter who's who's. Yeah, right that that part okay. doesn't matter. All right, sure. You just go to Helix. Yeah, no. yeah. Just go to HelixSleep.com/slash. If I were you, you take that two minute sleep quiz. You don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing. Just take that two minute quiz. To, but some people, and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes. Yeah. And that's part of the issue. Okay. Yeah, they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life. And now. Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. And we're back. And we're back. What was the personal Uh, shit? The personal shit you were telling us over the break? (laughs) Start from the top. Sure. Um, <laughs> so I feel like everything in my life is going all right. But yep. can I talk about some things? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a question for Jake. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake didn't shut off his phone. Amir, Jake didn't shut off his phone. He's getting a phone call. No, he's not. Yeah, but you're going to be pretty happy when I tell you who it is. <laughs> who is it? It's a 212 number. Pick Holy it up. Holy shit. Should I get it? This might be TBS. Pick it up. No, 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 no. Pick no, it up. No, no, no. It's not. I'll pick it up. <laughs> get it. 
Oh, no, you entered the car. No, I didn't. Missed car means I didn't get in time. <laughs> Do you have the balls to play that voicemail live on the air, no matter what it is? <laughs> yeah, because we can oh, always you can always edit it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, for sure. All right, wait two seconds. Although uh, you've been getting calls all day from Rhode Island numbers, unknown numbers. What? Yeah. I don't know, debt collectors? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. It could be a debt collector. Is that yeah. your truck? No, it's definitely not. Oh, I do have a voicemail. Here we go. Can Play it on there. Put it on speakerphone. Ready? All right. Here we go. <laughs> I think this is illegal. Hey, Jake. It's Angie. I have Josh and Brian for you. Two and two. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's that? Who are those people? Uh, it's our agent. Why don't you call back just in case something good? It's not something good. <laughs> <laughs> if it was good news, we'd have the whole team on the yeah phone. that's you know true oh my god the that's team. true the funniest thing is i'll get real close to getting a role real close to getting like a major role right in something i don't know why i said major probably not <laughs> good role i good. was gonna be in the all-female ghost <laughs> oh god all i want to do is be in that movie and then um be really close and i'll be getting calls about it and emails about it and then you know you got the role when you get a phone call from someone's assistant that's like hey we have this 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 this, 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 this person on the phone <laughs> yeah. for you and i go yes and then it's like and, getting the thick envelope from college. Yeah. That's exactly right. But then you know you didn't get it when you get an email that says, "Sorry, buddy." <laughs> you know you didn't get it when they email you and say, "No, you didn't get it." <laughs> Literally, no phone call. You can go through this whole process, and all you get is like, "Ah, oh, they went a different way." Yeah. I'm like, oh, what a bummer! Or, you don't even and, call me. And the sad part is, like, when you have to call them, you then it's like, I might as well not call. Like, they don't have good news, right. but I haven't heard anything. I so heard so, anything. Oh. Sorry, I was yeah, going to was going to email you. You have the role. <laughs> That's never happened. I also hate when people email me, call me when you get a chance. Uh, I was like, "What? Then just call me now. You just spent time. <laughs> well, I don't understand what power what's going on." I hate when people do that. "Hey, call me when you get a second." Yeah. I was like, "What you you, you could have just stepped a What about a text or- a text that says that? I've gotten yeah. texts that say call me. It's so weird cuz well, it matters if I'm texting with them already. I'm you like, might as well just call someone and then they know. Oh, I, okay. They, ben uh, is leaving. This is insane. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you said Ben's leaving, and then he said, no, I'm just getting something over there. <laughs> that's, that's the definition of leaving. <laughs> it was going somewhere else. To get something over there. All right. Can I ask Ben a question? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's contagious. Um, oh, we're going to Australia. Let's mention that while Ben's away. He's carving a watermelon. Oh, my God. It's incredible. <laughs> He's making a jack-o'-lantern. Uh, June 9th June 9th through the 15th We're going to be in Australia Go to ifireyoushow.com for tickets and details Are you serious? Yeah, we're doing live podcasts in Australia What? Where? Uh, Uh, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Brisbane, Perth Brisbane Brisbane I say Brisbane Melbourne, Brisbane, Brisbane, yeah Yeah that's amazing. Brisbane is where Josh Lawson is from. Where they're from House of Lies. Oh shit! Have you ever been jo- to Australia? <clears throat> no, I can't wait to go. All I want to do you is you should go. come with us in June. Are you guys? But would I lose money on all those flights? No, no we will pay you. I can't imagine you'd pay me. I'll pay. We'll pay for your flight. Mm. I, w- I will. <laughs> when are you guys going? June eighth uh, or ninth. Man, I do want to go to Australia. Wasn't there a different trip? I almost. Saw? I was in London working like a week before. Yeah. Oh. God, your rhythm is terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How are you a guitarist? I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to sing like a- for real, and I want you to commit to this. Okay. Do not try to mess up. Uh-huh. Okay? Do you want me to keep rhythm? Yes, that's all I want you to do. Okay. Okay, put your mic down so people can hear it. Tilt right. it down towards your lap. 
Okay, so now <laughs> nice. you won't be able to hear Jake's thing. Um, wait, 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 no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just getting practice. Right, Already, I'm getting practice. This is like the worst version of Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> Were you rushing or dragging? Both, I think. Not quite my tempo. Um, I know that, sir. What song? What song should we do? Um, How about this? This will be. Um, there are chicks. Just right for the picking. Oh wow! Holy you really can't shit. do it. Do it. Commit for real. Do it. Commit. I'm trying. <laughs> you do it for real, not like a dum dum. All right. All right, ready? Wait, um, do a little faster song. I feel like that was a little okay. Slow um, what's up, fast? Give me a name of this um, That's a professional. Uh, great. Okay. Oh, when the saints go marching in. Oh, when the saints go marching in, I want to be, be in that number. You're a little bit close? off. You come very close. <laughs> when the saints go marching in. Amir, do you have rhythm? Uh, I think so, but I've never done the test before. Let's do the test. All right. I do it after one. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? What song, what song do we do for him? Um, uh, uh, um. Something Weezer. No, okay. that's not fair. Why? The world has turned and left me here. I'll do my voice before you appear. That's right. And in my. He did it right. Is it? That, yep. It sounds wrong to me. That means I have no rhythm. Do you believe what I'm saying now? Do you believe what I'm saying now? How do you get rhythm? Someone asked me that before. Can I learn it? Can I learn it? But you could copy someone, so just do just snap on beat. No, but I want to like be able to feel it in my body. Snap on beat. Okay. Do it with a mirror. Great. Now a mirror stop. You're yeah. A little fast. A little fast, but that's good. <laughs> Give me a meatball. <laughs> give me a beef bowl and, uh, Give me a beef bowl And eat bok choy I wanna get lost in your something soy And drift away Eat all day Alright <laughs> Give me a deed in a Dover soul Yeah, I don't drum But isn't it about like hitting like You do this every two And then what this, this every this four What is this podcast? This is the weirdest <laughs> This is such this a is Like nobody's weirdest. gonna care about it. We're not even this. talking about like <laughs> I feel like at the very least We should be interviewing Ben <laughs> <laughs> we're not answering questions. We're not talking about. We're talking. We're not about even making drumming. jokes. We're not even being funny. <laughs> we're, just, we're just talking about rhythm and how you get it. This is the weirdest. Well, how about this? this is a question that might help for the podcast. I've been asked this question more than once for interviews, and let's see how you guys answer it. Um, this is the question they present: Are you born funny? Is funny something that you can learn how to do? Oh, it's an interesting. It's sort of like at least we're taking the rhythm question and applying it to our craft. Correct. Yeah. But that's a real question I was asked in interviews, and the first time I was asked, I was like, "Wow, that's a great question." Isn't but it both? That the the answer. I don't know if there's an exact answer. What do you think? I think the answer is our daily double. <laughs> it's probably both. Just like everything is inherent, you can be smart, but then also like you have to gain knowledge. But can you be funny? Can you learn to be? If you find someone who's not funny, can you learn to be funny? I think you can definitely be successful and not really be funny, but understand the craft. Yeah. I think there are like people that aren't necessarily that funny that can write a really funny scene in a movie. Like understand what jokes will work. That's interesting. Like that. Finding the rhythm and the cadence of how it works, the structure of whatever. Right. I, right. Feel like I actually, like, I know plenty of people like that who I don't necessarily find funny, but I know that they are good writers. How also, are you going to make this into two parts? Uh, I mean, we're already at the 45-minute mark. Uh, also, the uh, 
what was I going to say? You can, there's different uh, comedies, like how funny you are is subjective. So somebody can be funny to some person and unfunny to another person. So it's, well, how do you even say like, are you like, can you be, can you be friendly or are you born friendly? I don't know. Some people think I'm friendly and some people don't. That's interesting. That's interesting. I think that you can learn to be friendly, right? Yeah. You can learn manners. You can learn to be friendly. And then the same way with funny. If you watch a lot of funny things. I wonder though. It's just like, like I knew growing up, I would never be a professional basketball player. Right. Like I, no matter how, no matter how hard I trained, I can't, unless maybe I dedicate my life to, I would never be but professional. But you could be a very good basketball player. Right. right. I could be an okay you basketball could, like, player. You could break into the basketball industry if you needed to. But I couldn't really like, I don't even, I could never have gone to a division one college. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe if I really all day, every day, all I do is play basketball, maybe I could have been the last guy on a D3 team. If all I did was dedicate myself to training <laughs> right. and basketball. That's you right. getting better. That's like so that's, you getting but funnier. That's what, yeah, that's I would have it, to get so much better. That's yeah. why it's both. Cause you need the innate talent and then also the drive and for basketball you probably need like well i think with this industry advantage too yeah that's true although there's some tiny guys i remember how mugsy bogues was like a hero to everybody in my school (laughs) because he was so spud webb was like oh my god um there is oh my memory's been terrible lately what were you talking about uh learning how to be funny learning how to be a basketball player subjectivity of comedy are you funny oh i think the three of us work very very hard Right, I don't work that hard. Yeah, you do. In the end, the amount of time you put into comedy, the, the yeah, the amount of time Amir makes me put into comedy. <laughs> I'm a task. But do you think you've gotten task better? Master. Well, the other thing is that it's easy for us to practice comedy all the time. Even if we're not working, we're still around people that we want to make. Right, laugh. we're doing bits all the time. So it's harder to practice basketball all the time. That's and why we you couldn't just play basketball all day every day. That's really do, like, interesting. The idea that us hanging day. out and doing bits. All, whenever the three of us hang out, we usually do bits and are stupid. Right. Um, you know, we can be real and talk about real things and help each other out as well. But uh, when we're, when we're, I would say, par for the course or what we usually are, we're out to dinner talking about real things. And the second something stupid happens, all of us jump on right. it and go nuts. We like to make each other laugh. Correct. So. That brings us joy. Right. But don't, and, you, don't you feel drained at the end of the day like you would at the end of a basketball game? Like when hanging out and doing like funny, like at the end of the shoot day when we were shooting, like, that's you different. were just like empty. My, oh my God, I had nothing left. Yeah. And also there's a scene I had to do, this short film called... Um, I'm a mitzvah, which is online, and there's a scene where I had to cry in it, and so we did the take like six times, and I was like really crying, really, really crying in it, and I remember being like so tired afterwards. I couldn't, I don't even remember what the next scene after was, but I was like, I need to just like right. chill for a bit. Like that took all your, that was it the equivalent took, of sprinting. It was yes. like a comedy sprint. All my emotion, yeah, yeah, yeah. But after UCB shows, if I do a two-person show, I feel so tired at the end, because you're juggling everything. If it's yeah. me, middle ditch. And both of us afterwards, like, whoo. You have to be, like, sharp for, like, 60 seconds straight. Or 60 minutes straight. Yes, 60 minutes straight. And you have to initiate every scene. There's nobody that's going to walk in and save you. And many times we play five characters at the same time. So it's like, ugh. So what's the warm-up for that? Like, what's the equivalent of, like, layup lines for a comedy show like that? Like, do you try to be unfunny the whole day just to save your comedy energy? Or do you like to be, like, around people and joking? And also, like, how do you... No, we don't do any of that. We don't even think about it. Do you just meet each other at the theater? You're like, all right, let's go out. Like, I would feel like you need to just be with him for the afternoon to get in tune and get in Well, Amir did a snow pants a long time ago. Yeah, but that was different. That wasn't just me and you. I was like along for the when ride. When it's just Middle Ditch and I, we'll also know that Middle Ditch and I have been doing improv for a very, very long time. I think Thomas might have been doing it longer than I have. We've been doing it for a very long time. At least 10 years. Yes, at least. I'm at 11 or, tw- 11 or 12, and he's probably at 13, 15, maybe, maybe 12, 13. And then um, we meet, <laughs> I guess I've never really talked about what we do beforehand. We meet five minutes before in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. We talk 
We're are just, you joking or are you just like, hey, how's it going? Oh, great, cool, already. Yeah, we don't. What I mean, are you up to? You're both on your phones, like. Well, a sometimes bit. there's someone else in the green room, and we'll do bits just with them. But uh, we'll usually just talk. We'll just chill. Like, but there's not there's no warm up. I remember when I was on a Harold team, it was and such a big deal. The is subdued back there a little bit because there's usually a show going on, so you can't be like. You've done ass cat monologues. I did an ass cat monologue mm-hmm. once. Yeah. It's very subdued and very chill. Right. So you're not you're not like backstage getting hyped up. Like, yeah. Music and I don't out. drink any. Some people drink a beer. Some people have like something for caffeine. I don't do anything. Wow. I just fucking we you're, just go. You're natural. Well, I think it's just because this is something that I did. Oh, this is something I did a long time ago. Always, whenever I didn't want to like a Pavlovian response, need myself to have a beer before doing a show. All right. I didn't want to feel like fuck. I'm not gonna be funny unless I have a beer. I'm not gonna be funny unless I have blah blah blah. Right. And also something I do in life, like let's say you go through a breakup, or let's say you don't get a role. And you get really depressed. I never go out drinking afterwards, ever. Oh, and a lot of my friends, when something bad happens, they go out and get hammered. They right. self-medicate a little. Bit. And I'm like, you know what? I can't train myself to do that. That's such a bad way what to about a drink to celebrate. When I get something good, uh, I'll have a drink to celebrate sometimes. But I'll eat cheese, a cheeseburger. That's what I do. Oh, eat eat a nice little reward. I like a like a terrible for me yeah. in and out cheeseburger or like I, there are many cheeseburger spots I love. But I'll have a beverage like if it's a birthday like I'll have a beverage. But I'm not a guy. You guys know me. I don't really get drunk drunk. Right. I'll have a beverage or two, but I won't go crazy. Yeah, but I'll go celebrate. But I try my best. I ne- I, I try my best never to get drunk after something bad happens. So I'll have a beer if people are going out to have beers, but I won't get drunk ever. Jake gets drunk every night, and I get, a yeah. lot of times the something bad does it. happen. How do you deal with something? If something bad drunk. happens to you, if you grow, if you broke up with a girl, or if you, if something, what I do would, you do? Well, I think I would get. I, it's not like I would get shit faced drunk because I was sad. If I if I went through a breakup, or if I was celebrating, or if it was just like a Tuesday, <laughs> I would be like, I'm gonna have a couple drinks. And yeah. I'm gonna try to fuck. Tell me how much yeah. is a couple drinks? Um, if if I'm going out, then I'm gonna have like. Three whiskeys and some shots. And like, <laughs> Are you serious? Probably How much black this is a out bit? And try to fuck somebody. No, that's not true. No, yeah, always for sure, definitely. No, that's no. You don't have that much every night. That's not. I'm just every, no, I'm not saying every night. I'm saying like on a on a weekend. Oh, uh, when you're going out strong, that's well, your I mean, maximum. That's, that's not a lot. It's that's uh, your well, maximum magazine. It's yeah, a whiskey. Max- What's your my stuff? stuff? You do this nah, stuff. I want the NBA inside stuff. It's a whiskey. Whiskey before we leave. <laughs> a whiskey at the place, and then another another one there, and then probably more. We, by the I look way. at your accounting. There's one at home, uh, one at the you start bar, to realize you have and a terrible then problem. Uh, more. <laughs> so just There's say a lot. In college, yeah, I don't know. I overdo it. You drink a lot too, though, on the weekends. Do you? You don't get hammered, hammered. He does get hammered. I don't get hammered. Don't I get know. drunk. But yeah, I don't black out. I never way, blacked out. I see you get drunk. You don't go crazy. Yeah. I've never blacked out. I've never blacked out. Um, the, okay, this college is a little bit different. When I was in college... I drank. We drank. That's what it was. Like, it was my first time away from home. I was like, we drank, went crazy. I remember there's a great moment when uh, my, we, I was very close to all my friends. If anybody went to or goes to Union College or went to Union College, uh, I lived at the Fox Basement dorms. Yeah, go Sparks! Connectivity, <laughs> shout out. It is, 12308, baby. Uh, uh, go Dutchman. And so we used to love to pregame. It was so fun. And so the showers were, you know, you were blo- there were little walls in between each shower, but you could put your stuff on top of the walls, right? Yeah, yeah. So what we used to do is we used to, everybody had a different type of alcohol. Uh-huh. And while we were taking showers, showers. You would, your hand would poke up and you would have like a shot of Black House or you'd have a shot of whiskey or you'd have a shot of whatever. So while we were getting ready to go out and pregame, you we were, were already pregame in the shower, yeah. Classic. I mean, college like was fun. crazy. 
Yeah, but I ne- but like also when I was done, I was like, oh, I don't, I, I don't get as much joy from. Well, it. I think if I was sad, I wouldn't be like, I need to get drunk. I would be like, I need to have some kind of communal experience with my friends. Is that true? You yeah. want to be surrounded by people when you're right. You know. And I think drinking is like a nice social. Why don't you call relaxing. me when you're sad? Uh, I don't know. I'm sad all the time. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you have 38 missed calls from Jake. Uh, well, I think I need to. How do you split this into two? Where do we stop? We'd have to stop right now. All right, stop it. I was about to tell you guys about what I do. When All right, I'm guys, sad. see you next episode. Oh, wait, that's a great teaser for next episode. Wait, so, get, get the guitar. We can do an outro theme song. Oh, right. Jake, uh, can you play? So Ben will be back next week, I think on Monday, uh, for part two of this episode. Uh, if you have any questions of your own that we'll probably get to when Ben's not on the show, have to tune it. Uh, is if I were you show at gmail.com. Thanks again to Alex Sexton for writing the theme song to begin this episode. Uh, and thanks to Jake and Ben for writing the outro song. And here it is. Jakey, here we go. You want me to hold the microphone close to you? Uh, yeah, it's great. Okay. Are you going to sing too? Maybe. You start off and I'll finish it. All right, well, if I'm going to start off, I have to find something else. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I am not. I can't sing to complicated things. That was too fast. For maybe me. that was, maybe that's the theme. <laughs> I can't sing to complicating things. Let's all go to your room. Can I borrow some shorts? Thank you, Amir. Amir Bloomfeld. Can I borrow a torch? I've got some stuff I want to weld. Thank you to me. (laughs) My name is Jake Hurwitz. Don't let me meet your mom because I'll lick her tits. <laughs> I'll do the theme for the next one. We'll do the same song. Right, we'll be back. We'll be that back. was amazing. <laughs> that was great. Hey, y'all. Jordan Harbinger from The Art of Charm here. The Art of Charm is packed with wisdom in the truest sense of the word, from how to become more productive and professional to how to meet and attract women and manage relationships. We talk about how to create confidence, how to get people to like and trust you, productivity, time management, biohacking, and more. This is a show that offers meaningful, fun, life-changing insights with a practical edge so listeners can apply something right out of the box every show, every day. So come hang with us here on the Art of Charm podcast and start crushing it today.